Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 tells us this Come all ye who are labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest verse 29 take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in your heart and you shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light brother Dell of gospel repentance ministries here and what I want to talk about is us coming to Christ I mean in, I guess in particular I want to talk about what appears to be perhaps a contradiction that Jesus gives those whom he uh, is talking to. Like I mentioned in Matthew chapter 11, verses uh, 28 to 30, says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. But then in John chapter 6, verse 44, he says, uh, No man can come unto me unless the Father who sent me draws him. So it seems on the surface that Jesus is speaking in circles and that he's saying one thing and then he's saying another so why in the world would Jesus say come to me and then okay he says come to me in chapter 11 right and then in John chapter 6 he says no man can come to me so Lord which one is it what do you want us to do can we come or can we not come and the answer has to be this is that when God is inviting us to come, that is a command. When Jesus is inviting us to come to him in Matthew chapter 11, that is a command that we're supposed to obey. And in John chapter 6, he says that no man can come unto me unless the uh, father who sent me draws him. So you're looking at, um, like I said, what appears to be a contradiction, but it's not. Yet again, and the Bible does this uh, frequently as we're dealing with paradoxes, we have two concepts running side by side uh, that are parallel and they, and they produce tension, they produce friction uh, in, in their presentations when they're running side by side because they seem to uh, butt heads against one another. But if you understand the context and you understand what's going on, then they actually do not contradict each other rather they complement each other and so what I'm going to attempt to do in this discussion is try to explain or harmonize the two concepts, the two ideas now in Matthew chapter 11 Jesus is making a direct command to his uh, listeners to to come unto him, in other words he's inviting them to come his arms are stretched out wide he wants them to come because he knows that's what they need and he's commanding them to come but Jesus also understands the nature of man and his unwillingness to come and that's why he says in John chapter 6 verse 44 no man can come to me not because we cannot physically come to him it's because we don't desire to come so it's not a question of um, of um, ability in the physical sense but it is a question of ability in the moral sense we because of our moral inability because of our sinful nature we refuse to come and so on a natural level we can't come because we don't desire to come 
in an illustration I recently read. Actually, I read it uh, again today, and it's a good illustration. It's like you have two different types of animals, right? You have one animal that's a carnivore, and of course a carnivorous animal is an animal that on, that only eats meat, like a lion or a tiger. There are They are carnivores, they're meat eaters. And you have animals like a deer or like a giraffe that is uh, an herbivore, and that is, and those are animals that only will eat vegetables. So, if you were to place a lion in a uh, a bundle of hay, he can physically eat the hay, but the lion is not going to eat it because the lion is a carnivore. And if the lion could speak, and you spoke to the lion and says, "Why didn't you eat the hay?" the lion will respond back to you and say because I hate hay I only eat meat you know I'm not going to eat this you can place me here and I can physically you know devour it but I don't want it because I don't desire it I hate it this is not what I want and so conversely using that illustration it's not that we're not physically able to come to Christ we hate Christ in our natural state mankind hates the Lord they hate Jesus they hate God and so because the things that God requires of us we don't want to do. And so who does what they want who who does what they don't want to do? None of us do. We don't do what we don't want to do. And so even though God commands us to come to him because he knows that's what we need in our minds that is not what we need or what we desire. So like I said it's not a case of physical ability we can come to Christ if we want to but we don't desire to because we don't desire that which is good and that which is needful because our sin prevents us from doing that you follow what I'm saying John chapter 3 as a matter of fact says now I'll go to the verse give me a moment I'm going to go to the, the gospel of John I am going there now and it tells us this so this is when Jesus is talking to the Pharisee Nicodemus it says and this is the judgment that light has come into the world and listen to this men love darkness which is an, as a synonym for evil rather than light why for their works or their deeds are evil so we're going to love one thing and despise the other so if man loves darkness he hates righteousness and Jesus is righteousness personified. You follow what I'm saying? So if men love darkness and they do as Jesus just declared to Nicodemus, they're not gonna run to they're not gonna run to God because Jesus is light and light exposes darkness. And in the darkness in the context is talking about man's evil deeds, and man does not want his evil deeds exposed. Why? Because he loves that which he does. Even though it is destroying him, even though it's going to kill him, even though it's, it's going to keep him separated from his maker who desires for them for all to come, they're not going to come because it's like that lion in that, in that bale of hay. He ain't going to eat it. It's not his nature to eat hay. It's not his nature to eat herbs. It is his nature to eat meat and meat only, raw, bloody meat, because he is a carnivorous beast. And conversely, just like a giraffe is not going to, you're going to put meat in front of him, whether it be um, hyena meat or lion meat or any kind of meat, any type of uh, meat, he's not going to eat it because that's not what's good for his digestive system. And he hates it. It's not his nature to eat meat. It is not in our nature 
to run to God. It's not in our nature to love God. It's not in our nature to serve him. So God has to do something supernaturally on the inside so that our desires change and they're and they're motivated to love him, to serve him. And that's when the gospel is preached and that's when a person can be drawn to Christ by God the Father through the means of the preaching of the gospel message. That's why the gospel message is so important. That's why I preach it here on this podcast, and that's why I write about it on my blog, because it is the uh, gospel message that is the power of God unto salvation to save the soul. So, because naturally speaking, like I just mentioned, we hate God. We hate Jesus Christ. We hate everything that's good because our deeds by nature are evil and they cannot coexist. So if darkness is going to prevail, then light is not going to be able to come through. If light is prevailing, then darkness is 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 gone. It's cast away. It's rejected. So that is why Jesus can say in one passage of scripture in Matthew 11, come to me, all you that are labor and heavy laden I'll give you rest because that is he's given a command for all to come but Jesus being all wise knows that we also can't come and the reason why we cannot come is because we do not desire to come it is not in our nature to come so in order for our for us to incline ourselves to come to God God has to give us a new nature he has to give us a new heart and it talks about that in Ezekiel chapter 36 and I and I want to travel back to the Old Testament which is from our time today about a good 2500 years ago so we have to go back into a time machine as it were and go to the 36th chapter of Ezekiel and I'll read to you what God has to do he has to he has to actually perform spiritual heart surgery and this is what he does for I will take you from among the nations and gather you out of all the countries and will bring you into your own land he's he's speaking to the Israelites specifically the Hebrews and I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols I will cleanse you it's talking to us too verse 26 and a new heart listen to this new heart I will give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and will give you a heart of flesh and listen to this this is talking about the new birth and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you shall keep mine ordinances and do them so that is an Old Testament uh, account of the new birth of regeneration of a person who is spiritually dead who God has to make spiritually alive notice that everything that is taking place we are unable to do because remember we're dead in our trespasses and sins according to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 and Colossians chapter 2 verse 13 which of course is um, on my blog so notice what it says he says I will sprinkle clean water upon you I meaning God and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and, and from all your idols I will cleanse you I will cleanse you meaning God will do the cleansing because we can't do it a new heart also I that meaning the Lord will give you and a new spirit I meaning the Lord will put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh verse 27 again remember Ezekiel chapter 36 I'm rereading it and I 
will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep mine ordinances and do them. Amen. So everything, all the eyes that's that's referenced in those, uh, I believe, four verses, 24, 25, 26, and 27, is God doing everything. He's doing the work because we cannot, because we don't want to. I mean, when God, when Jesus is commanding people to come to him, he knows that we're not going to come. He knows that we, of our own accord, of our own natural, wicked, despicable resources, we can't come because we don't want to come. So he has to do something for us that we're unable to do for ourselves. And that's to regenerate us. That's to preach the gospel to us through one of his, um, one of his um, ambassadors, one of his children, and so that uh, we can be drawn by his spirit to the son you know by the father and we can be regenerated and we can believe and we can repent and we can be saved so that by no means is a contradiction and um a person that um did a um a wonderful work on this and i have yet to read it myself but i intend to read it hopefully very soon is um the um 18th century preacher by the name of jonathan edwards and he did a a book called the uh, believe the freedom of the will and he talks about how the will is free but it is not inclined to do the will of God because we like I said we don't desire to do the will of God we hate God's will in it of our natural state we're, we're, we're enemies of God until God can convert us and cause us to be friends with him so Hopefully that uh, clears up those two passages of scripture, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, and then John chapter 6, verse 44. This is Brother Delve Gospel Repentance Ministries. God bless you for listening, and I'll check you soon.